Coming up, we went to a celebration of Harry Potter 2018, and we want to share our experience with you. From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Disunplugged. This is episode 160 of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. The Disunplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I am joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Well, hello. Alohomora. I hate myself for saying it. Yeah, well, you know, and it also doesn't really mean hey, you know, hello. If somebody so. had said aloha, then I could have said alohomora. Yeah. I think this is like the seventh or eighth time we've tried to make this joke, and <laughs> yeah. it's just still it's not working. No, it's it's not working. But thank you for joining me today uh, in what will be a uh, kind of a unique little bit of an episode. Of course, this episode is dedicated to only and only uh, celebration of Harry Potter 2018 because that was the big deal this past weekend. Uh, big event. Lots of people came out for it. Uh, lots of people attending all the panels and such, including myself and Rhino. Mm -hmm. uh, before we get to that, though, I do want to uh, apologize again last week for the uh the bizarre episode that we did end up releasing i know it wasn't wasn't normal compared to what we do but again i was sick so it was the best we could get out in that time period so uh now that we're kind of back to normal i hope things go swimmingly from here on but we'll have to see that being said this episode is different because uh instead of really taking the time you know making a vlog of our entire experience at the event, releasing that already, and then also doing a whole show on everything that we experienced at a celebration of Harry Potter, uh, we figured we might as well just combine the two together. And uh, we kind of treated our entire experience there as a, a live review of it, even though at some points we forgot to give updates on what was happening. So we are going to go ahead and show you what we were doing at a celebration of Harry Potter 2018. Universal Orlando, just as we said we would be, and we are just about ready to start a celebration of Harry Potter 2018. Mm -hmm. So the first thing up that we do have is uh, every year for media, we get to do a, a special pre-start uh, I believe it's, they would call it a film talent question and answer. So basically all of the media here, we're about to go sit in a big giant room together. Uh, it's going to be very hot, I'm sure, and all the lights are on there. And we're going to get to ask the stars, come back there, little buddy. Sorry, Again? I, know, I was trying yeah. to fix my pants, I almost <laughs> fell over. I could tell exactly what you're doing, and it did not make me any less uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, that just ruined my train of thought. So we're going to get to ask them questions. Of course, the film talent this year uh, includes James and Oliver Phelps, uh, Bonnie Wright, Stanislav Yanevsky, and Natala, Natalia Tania. So I've only been in the room with Bonnie Wright before, I think. And let, 
Unless they came the the first year when or the second year when it, when Ron Weasley was here. Yeah, I think they might have been then, but they definitely have taken a, a break from doing this for at least yeah. a, a year or two. But yeah, so I'm very excited. So it'll be the first time that I ever get to hear from Natalia Tanya and uh, Victor Krem, who I had a crush on, and yeah, then Stanislav Yanevsky. So it's awesome. We're gonna go do it. Like, what are you guys like totally obsessed with? I'm actually a really big Simpsons fan. Amazing. And so what's great about coming to Universal is that there's Springfield here. Yeah. Um, and especially on this kind of this weekend, everyone's in the Potter parts of the park, so I've got most to myself. Which is quite funny. I love comic books. It's the only thing I it's one it's actually the only thing I collect I've ever collected. I started when I was twenty one. And this actor I was working with gave me the first volume of Preacher, and I read it that night, and it was like it was like being addicted to drugs. I went to this comic book bookshop the next day. I was like, I was like, I want all the volumes, and then I finished that, and I was like, now what? And things like Transmetropolitan, and then I went, you know, I love Gareth Ennis. I love The Boys. It's incredible. So yeah, that's so. I'm um, a big fan of the Minions. <laughs> <laughs> There was one actually in my pocket and I had to take it out when we went on one of the rides. I didn't even know he was with me. So, um, and there is that. He's, he's telling the truth. It's no joke. So, uh, minions. I like them. The army. I wish they were real. I could have my own army. Chinchillas are great. I suppose a lot of things like sports in general. Um, Fortunately, when we were in town earlier this week, we went to the Magic play, so that was quite cool. And basketball, and like American sports in general, um, pro wrestling as well. Love watching that. It's like a really good kiddish day out. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I guess anything that's related to the water, but I surf, so I guess that's something that I do like quite a lot. Maybe like yeah, a good four times a week or something. So. That's a good obsession of mine, then. Yeah. Hi. Um, so I know you guys know that Harry Potter fans can be really intense and passionate and excited. Um, and I wondered if you guys could give us maybe an example of an experience you might have had or the craziest like fan encounter or something completely bananas that's like, oh my gosh, I'm a part of this world. This is insane. I got sent baby clothes for like three months. <clears throat> just my character's pregnant when the book came out and just got sent loads of baby clothes. Which is great, I had a friend that was, you know, about to pop, so I was like, I just want some baby clothes. <laughs> it's just been a pretty amazing, this person obviously really, really thought that that was happening to me. It's quite amazing, really. <laughs> Thanks, if they're listening. And they appreciate the club. I once got a really, uh, like a box which was about this big, sent, um, and it was really heavy, so I was like, this is going to be a good present. And I opened it, and there's a watermelon <laughs> with a sign, with a, like a, a sticker, just saying, "Please sign and return to this address." No. And, it wasn't, and so I cut it in half. I ate the one half and sent the other back. So. <laughs> I can't compete with the watermelon. Yeah, the other half. Yeah, I, well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think we actually posted it. I think I. Uh, never mind. Yeah, it was good. Um, well, I, I had a bra fly. To me with a message, marry me. Where was this? Um, well, somebody threw a bra at you. Yeah, a bra, and I've had knickers also. Yeah, 
people want to marry me for some reason. <laughs> Find out. It's, it's actually nice to know that people want you. <laughs> so you feel like Tom Jones? It's a little bit. But yeah, it's it's funny seeing you know things fly too with the messages and pictures. <laughs> I don't know why can bring it after that. Um, I don't know. I I don't have any. I'm really my memory is so bad in terms of those intensities of those moments of of um, of fans. I think my main thing that I love is when you can see a parent is like so thankful that Harry Potter came into their child's life because it meant they went and read and they read the books. And to me, that is always a huge, huge like. Not that it's a sense of achievement, because that's not something that I did, but the fact that those movies did make children go back and realize that there's a depth to this world, and that's why it's so incredible, and, and to make sure that the books are still honored. But in terms of a funny, crazy story, I think it's usually just you're in the most obscure, remote place, and someone recognizes you, and you're just like, wow, it just makes you realize the, how far the story traveled and, and went, um, and that's pretty cool. Like I remember once being in this like tiny village in Crete, like up some mountain, and all these like people came out of their house, and it was like I was walking through this tiny, quiet village that looked like it was a ghost town, and suddenly these people were recognizing me, and I was just in the middle of nowhere. So that's cool, and you just feel the connectedness that it's a global story. Just wrapped up our Q&A here, and I think the moral of the story is that Stanislav Yanevsky is freaking hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if it's on purpose either, but yeah. it makes me, he makes me laugh. Yeah, I think it might be a, uh, uh, a moment of uh, language barrier between English and Bulgarian, and I'm sure on top of that, he spent most of his time learning like British English. Well, I wonder, uh, how, I wonder how often he does this. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I got the feeling that it doesn't happen quite often, yeah. but it was extremely entertaining yeah. uh, every time every time he got the mic it was just one of those situations like what's he going to say next I, I don't wanted know. to say some not family friendly things yeah. I think but he, and so I think that's where he was struggling to be like how do I put this in an appropriate way yeah I, I agree with that too but overall all the talent seemed this year that like they're really into it and uh, you know that's different from some years where it feels like you're they're forcing answers out of it sometimes like James and Oliver Phelps get that way because they've done this so many times yeah. but I feel like having the energy from uh, Natalia and Stanislav this year uh, really helped propel so it's going to be interesting to see some of the other Q&A's throughout the weekend there was a good variety this year over the last couple of years that yeah. I've seen like people seemed maybe it's the same people that are doing it over and over and they're like we got to stop asking the same questions over and over yeah so uh, I know we'll at least see them again at the opening ceremony tonight, maybe here and there in a couple other places. But, yeah, it was very entertaining. So on to the next event. Originally, I thought we were going to have time to talk about everything as we progressed on. But very quickly, we went from uh, that, that question and answer ceremony straight out to the opening event yeah. that happened on the Universal Studios Music Plaza stage. Not quite clear what the major announcement was, but there was an announcement. Yeah, there there are always announcements every year. I'm not saying this in a mean way. We fall for it every year. They promise major announcements. And Let's go up. 
yeah, everyone's like, well, is there a new land? Is there a new ride? I no, mean, they obviously, they're going to give us the yeah. title. You know, what yeah. is it called? Clearly, that's not happening. But, uh, you know, little announcements here and there, stuff like Andrew Lincoln is going to read the audiobook of Footage I, Through the Ages. And I think a lot of people were not aware that he was British because there was a lot yeah. of, like, really confused reactions in the audience where I was like, oh, yeah, Andrew Lincoln. Love yeah. Actually. Come on, guys. Oh, yeah, you don't you don't say. All I could think is just, there's got to be a part in Quidditch Through the Ages where he's going to be like, and here's what it would sound like if an American named Carl were running. Carl. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's a uh, little stuff like that, uh, you know, the books are being re-released again for the umpteenth time. Yeah, for real. For the 20th anniversary this time, though, so a uh, big deal. But uh, the surprising thing is... I think this is the first time in hardcover they're being re-released. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But yeah, the, the big thing was I've never seen the film talent out on the stage for such a short amount of time. Oh, yeah, it was so weird. It they, was like, okay, here they are, guys. They announced each one. They are like, and there they are, and they left. Yeah. And I was like... Don't they, 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 the first time I think I came with you was like the girl who plays uh, Ivana Lynch, the Luna Glove. She was out yeah. there. She was reading stuff from Pottermore. She was making the big announcements about the name of the American schools, all that stuff. Yeah, there there was a lot more in past from the stars themselves. Not that that's a problem. There's plenty of chances throughout the weekend for people to actually see them. Uh, but, you know, the, the cool part is I really loved the film concert series, getting to watch the live orchestra play. Uh, play some of the songs from Harry yeah. Potter with the scenes from the movies playing right beside them. But just like any orchestral thing, I feel like people underestimate what they're actually going to watch and they get bored with it very quickly because it didn't take long for people to just start talking and ignoring it. And it, it, it drives me insane. Yeah, it did go on for a while. Well, what was really cool about it, though, is it was very flawless. Like, I was yeah. just like, am I listening to the movie or is that the orchestra? You know, it was... That was my first experience with something like that. You know, I know they they they've been that's becoming a uh, more popular trend with like Harry Potter and La La Land did it and uh, some Star other Wars Back to the Future the I think time. did it too. Yeah. yeah, and I I thought that was really neat. I think the mistake here was is that they went on for like thirty minutes. Yeah, I still I, enjoyed. I loved it. it. Don't get me wrong, because I love that stuff and I love seeing the music taken out of the movies and then brought back into the movies, but. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, there were yeah. people that were... It's just be respectful anytime right. live yeah. musicians are you, playing. Yeah, but also, like, it's Harry Potter. Everyone's there for Harry Potter. Stop talking about your other crap. Exactly. We're here to talk about Harry Potter. Exactly. And let's talk about the last thing that we got to experience. Oh. So the last thing that we saw tonight is we came over to Islands of Adventure then, and we got to experience the nighttime lights at Hogwarts Castle. Is that what it's called? Yes. Oh, okay. A very long title, but... Uh, Honestly, I was more impressed in person than I was seeing the videos of the Hollywood version. Yeah. Because I know I was worried about it due to that. But overall, I thought it was an enjoyable show. Really well done. It's good. It's short. I feel like it's maybe shorter than the Christmas one. Maybe yeah, like half definitely. The, half the length. Um, so I think maybe it'll play a lot better with like traffic issues and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I liked it. If you haven't seen the Christmas one, no harm, no foul. You know, I do think the Christmas one was really special, which I'm actually oh. glad stayed being special because it was like, your present at Christmas. This is outstanding still, nonetheless. Yeah. So I, I don't mean to put this one down at all. Yeah, Christmas was superior, but you're not seeing a bad show if you do catch this one. I know it's not running every night, and oh, there, there it went. Yep, fireworks <laughs> just went off behind us from it. Uh, it doesn't run every night, so you know you'll only catch it here and there. Uh, and I, uh, you know, hopefully a good 
schedule comes out that really shows when it's going to happen. It'll happen often because I thought it was a good show. I think they need to keep upping it with these projection shows, and I hope this is just the second of many others that we get out here. But that's going to do it for day one here. We'll be back with you for day two tomorrow. It's going to seem like no time at all for you, for us. It's going to be a day, but we'll see you tomorrow. Morning two at a celebration of Harry Potter. We're going to start the day off by going to one of the sound stages. I don't know which one. Either 33 or 20, I believe. We're going to go inside the expo. Mm-hmm. That's where the merch is. That's where all the fun activities are that aren't on stages so here we go it has been a while since our first update this morning and i apologize for that but we've just been romping around in our rompers in our rompers i don't know if that's a saying but no we've been doing a lot so obviously first thing we did hit this morning like we said was the expo uh both the one in soundstage 21 which that featured a lot of the... Uh, it was the studio tour, right? Was that that one? No, 21 was a lot of the interactive stuff. So oh, yeah, yeah. including the uh, Fantastic Beasts virtual reality, the Audible game show, which we have a I winner. I won. Audible trivia. You listen to portions of the audiobook and you get points when you can guess which the which, passage yeah. comes from which book. Sure, there was an easier way to explain that, but I, I thought for sure I'd lost because I'm pretty sure I'm the last one to finish, but I only got one wrong. I am give me a cool notebook. I'm proud to say that I did not come in last place. No, I can't say I came in first, only you can. I could say that, yeah, but I didn't come in last, but I'm not revealing my score, so there's that. Uh, so there's lots of cool stuff in there like that. You take your moving picture with Pottermore, they had the, the uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Exhibit back with some Is costumes that what and props. They were doing at Yours. I couldn't see. Yeah, yeah. stand it so far away. I know. Oh, sorry. Is that what they were there doing there you at go. Pottermore? That's what I they were doing. I saw people Move taking the photos, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. So. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of the highlights in there. A little bit of chalk art happening or painting. I don't know. Oil paintings, maybe. No, it could have been. It was chalk. Yeah. Yeah. They had a fun couch gag in there where you could be like a slughorn, slughorn coming up out. I did not do that no freaking way was that happening <laughs> and yeah that was kind of the highlights in there little props here I'd say and there throughout that was better than the other the other exit. yeah and then in sound stage 33 the big one the one that usually has like the long hours hours long wait inside that only had a couple things the scholastic scholastic uh area the studio tour the studio tour, the Harry Potter, the exhibition, yeah, and so then Mina the Lima. Mina so, Lima. like with Mina Lima, you had a chance when we were in there to meet Eduardo, uh, Mina, and I. Lady Lima. I, yeah, Mina and Lima. You had a chance to meet both of them. With the exhibition, you could get up close to some of the costumes used in the films. Very cool. Uh, with it, Scholastic, you had a chance to sign the Muggle Wall like you do every year. And they gave the posters out like they, yeah. they did the last couple of years, too. This it, one was the th- I'm, I'm assuming it's been the last two years, because this yeah. year was the third poster of the third book. Yeah. Or, I, like this one of the Night Bus. Yeah, I know they gave them out like every year, but I just don't remember what was what was with it every year. Oh, and I remember what it was. It was the animated copies were coming out. That's so right. So it was the yeah. cover of the animated copy. And then with the Harry Potter studio tour... In London, that Warner Brothers Studio Tour London featuring Harry Potter, that was focused this year on effects. So, like, last year we got to go in and see Aragog. This time it was all about effects, so we saw how the floating candles work. 
surprise or on strings. Uh, we got to see a little bit of how the uh, the goblet, the goblet of, fire, of fire how it launches and it, it launched out the paper and stuff. Yeah. We got to see how they did the effect with the the door when all the letters were flying through for Harry Potter, as well as his uh, umbridge's dress catching on fire from the fireworks. That was cool. Lots of little cool stuff in there. So the expo, you know, I, I'd say shoot for the one in Soundstage 21 over the one in 33. But by the time this is out, You'll have this waited. is already over yeah. because this doesn't get released until Thursday. Yeah, so sorry. sorry, people. It's called good advice, but too late. And then besides that, we've just been kind of taking in the whole experience. We've seen some of the panels. We saw the special effects panel I like that. this morning. That was actually really awesome. I uh, made some polyjuice potion and made some poor people in the audience drink it. Yeah, they did do that. That was really interesting. I'm glad I'm glad we stopped to see that one. Learned a lot about the effects. Uh, Natalia Tena, I still don't know how to pronounce her name correctly. But Nymphadora Tonks came out again and talked a little bit more with the crowd about how some of the effects were done. Yeah. Specifically with her, that was cool. We also saw the Mina Lima panel, and again, this time they shared mostly artwork from Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, which I love because there's so much design in that store that there was a lot that they could show through all the packaging and stuff. So overall, it's been a nice relaxing day, but still got more to see. It's a new day, and things have really taken a turn here at a celebration of Harry Potter 2018. Rain. Yeah, we left you yesterday shortly after seeing, I don't even remember, we saw some panel, then we walked around, we saw a little bit of the costumes in Hogsmeade, a little bit of them in Diagon Alley, a lot of them in Diagon Alley. Yeah. It's some good picture opportunities over there. Oh yeah, excellent. Not that they're not both great, but... Yeah, then we also suffered through one combat choreography with Paul Harris. Yeah. Always a delight. Yes, always. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of grunting from the crowd. Yeah, plenty of grunting. More grunting than I'm comfortable with, I guess I should say. Uh, I, and then that was basically it for us yesterday. We They had the evening tribute at night, which... We didn't attend, but I watched it at home. It was home. streaming online. Yeah. yeah, it was streaming online, and I did the same thing. I just couldn't get up and get over here on time for the... Like oh, a little step forward. A little step forward. The One of the panels we missed yesterday was on the costumes of Harry Potter, and uh, unfortunately missed it yesterday, wanted to go watch it today, didn't make it. So... I watched it online this morning, like I did the one last night, and that's something I do have to say about this event, that it's great. They are making sure that every, like, marquee event is being live-streamed. Yeah, that's cool. So that way you're able to watch it from home if you didn't get to experience it. Uh, today we did make it back I need in you time. To step over a little oh, bit. I'm getting really wet on my back. Well, Sorry. It's, it's, I, it's like blowing in here now. We were fine a second yeah. ago. It went from a straight up and down to a blow. Yeah. So... Let's take another step, just to be. This is really playing off on the audio, I'm sure. The Dementors have swooped in and ruined the fun. Yeah, video, you understand what's happening. But yeah, today we ended up making it over for the concert film series panel, which, if you know nothing about how a score is created for a film, this was perfect. It was essentially a lesson on that. Well, I thought it was interesting, because I know that they don't do all the score at once, but this kind of really highlighted how they get a 
uh, an orchestra to get up there and perform the thing the whole way through. And that's yeah. something I never really thought about. Exactly, especially after taking what really isn't preserved well and trying to recreate it in that full sense. Uh, very interesting stuff, but yeah, for the, for the rest of the day, there's little panels and stuff here and there. I'm guessing most people are going to get afraid by the the rain and start to head out here, which is, I think, what we're going to end up doing. But yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be back in the studio here to give you our final thoughts on a celebration of Harry Potter 2018. So let's go back there. So that was a look at our experience at a celebration of Harry Potter 2018. Uh, but I, I don't want to just end it on that note. So we'll just do a quick uh, a quick recap on our summary of, of our feelings of the event afterwards. So, Rhino, three days of fun. Uh, we didn't hit everything we wanted to do. We missed a couple things along the way, like we said. Uh, but overall, your enjoyment of the weekend. It was good. I like, I, I, for me, it, it's like a... It's like a convention, but at Universal Studios. So if you've ever been to like a Comic Con, and well, maybe not Comic Con, but like our local Comic Con, I cannot speak English. A local convention before, no, yes. somewhere like MegaCon that we've been, something like that, or there is a Harry Potter convention, but like it seems like that, but spread into the two theme parks. And I don't, I don't know. There's something about seeing everybody who loves Harry Potter in one place like still celebrating it so um so much like yeah i i just one of my favorite things to see is like the people in costumes in like diagon alley or hogsmeade like in those places i'm just i'm a i'm a whore for good photos yeah this uh okay so we complained a lot going into this event that we were worried that it was just going to be a rehash of year after year after year like it has been uh and I would say for the fifth year, they did a great job of freshening it up. All the panels that we did attend, the ones I listened to online, were actually really unique um, and, and really enjoyable for the most part. And once I sat down and really thought about it, uh, it, was, it was good information on the making of the movies. But that therein lies is the problem uh with the exception of the mina lima panel which talked about weasley's wizard wheezes in the movie as well as the version in diagon alley i believe they just really didn't focus at all on the theme parks and harry potter in the theme parks in this one they did that last year right or was it the year before they were like it might have been the year before. Yeah. It might have been the first year after Diagon Alley was open. There was a real big focus on that stuff. Yeah, there there was. And so it's just, I feel like they still can't get the right balance. This year was movie heavy, which I think that's where most of the people are fans, first and foremost, from, yeah. from the movies. And the book stuff, in my opinion, that never lands. While some people may be like obsessed with the books, read it a hundred times, the reason why they are so obsessed with Harry Potter it really, I don't think they can translate like uh, translate into good panels without having J.K. Rowling come up and actually talk about it herself. Yeah, because like even the actors aren't authorities on the novels. I mean, yeah. Michael Gambon can't. I, did he even read the books? I don't think he did. No, you know? no, absolutely not. So basically, unless Ivana Lynch is there, yeah, schooling people on the books, it's that's kind of a lost cause. So with the movie, they can bring the actors in, but and this is no offense. I'm glad. They got the actors that they did this time around. Uh, 
like I said in the video, uh, Natalia Tena and uh, Stanislav Yanevsky, I think they were a breath of fresh air for the event this year. Being yeah. While their parts were very small in a Harry Potter series, uh, it, it really, it was great to just have different voices. I'm sorry. It's at the point when they do these Q&As, and we, we've made comments on it before, but it was reconfirmed. Uh, they just are answering the same questions year after year after year. And even if you haven't been to a celebration of Harry Potter, you've probably heard it in interviews in other places before. They're just, they're not able to break new ground. I'm, well, Bonnie Wright seems particularly like tired of answering yeah. these same questions. And like she kind of hints toward other stuff that she wants you to yeah. ask about, but nobody ever bites her yeah. directing stuff. You're yeah. like, nobody asked about that, you know? Exactly. Well, exactly. And James and Oliver Phelps, they are, they're happy to answer the same questions over and over again. And they give the exact same answer yeah. each time. They are consistent with that. But how many more times do I need to find out that one of their Patronuses is going to be like a freaking hedgehog or something? It's right. like all over and over again. If you could make a, a, a a port key out of anything, what would it be? Oh, a golf club. It's like, I get it. You don't do anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You've been in a couple things. And the, the one time that it was actually pointed out in a good way, and I, I feel bad it had to happen during the media question and answer ceremony, is that they someone flat out asked, like, oh, well, if you could bring one of your other characters yeah. from outside Harry Potter into the Harry Potter universe, what would it be? And obviously, like... Uh, Natalia Tena was able to See, quickly say a Game of Thrones. They, and... they started that question with if you could bring any character. Yeah. And they said oh, it could be one that you've been. And yeah. she started with an answer of a character she played. And yeah. the others were like, I guess we should say we should talk around this question. Yeah. And it w I was like, you could say Spider-Man. You didn't have to. It didn't have to be somebody you were. But they were. It was well, clear that you were like. Ooh. Well, then when they asked for in this one, when they asked for like, oh, did, someone we have to play, and then the person's like, yeah, sure, someone you've already played before. Yeah, and that's when it was like the oh, and so Stanislav has been in stuff too, so he was able to answer. But then it was like James and Oliver Phelps have only done like a couple things outside Harry Potter. So mm -hmm. they basically went to the one role that they each played. And then it gets to Bonnie Wright. And I don't believe she's done anything. And she wasn't able to answer because she hasn't. Yeah. So it was just like it's they need to find something different with these stars. It's just it's not working with what's currently happening. You know, so I'd like to see them do. I know we've talked you know the guy i what's his name is it paul harris the yeah. one choreographer yeah i like the idea of one choreography because it's a cute idea that you have you know all the fans have their wands and they can learn yeah. some of the moves from the movie from the guy who was in the movie you know who helped with the one movie but it's like I, I wish there was more of that sort of a thing i don't have an option to bring up but like okay so like one of the newer panels that i did really enjoy that we went to was the one with the special effects uh the yeah. gentleman who ran the special effects department and that was really cool and he like brought along stuff about how they made stuff and that i love that but he also showed us how they made polyjuice potion and then he had people come up and drink and yeah. and uh uh have it and like if there was some sort of like 
they could have tutorials or classes or something where people can go and be like, here's yeah. how we make butterbeer, or here's how we do this, or maybe this is something you could go and do at your house, or something like that. That would yeah. be kind of cool. No, I, I get that. Like, uh, just in, with the polyjuice potion, that's a great one. Learn yeah. special effects that were used on the movie at Sorry. Use special effects that were used in the movie at home. Find like start to learn trades like yeah. that, that that would help you. Go on the cooking Throw side. Throw Harry Potter party, you know? It, yeah. it doesn't have to be the butterbeer. Obviously, Universal will never give out the exact no. recipe for no, that. No, no, no. But... Harry Potter-inspired foods. Yeah. Have, bring in stuff like that. Heck, I'd even say, you've just said with Paul Harris set up don't just do like a demonstration once and be done with it and then this year he took people in for private private stuff beyond that if they were really good at it maybe instead of that do like one of the things i hated most about uh star wars celebration in the middle of the night was a bunch of nerds just getting into lightsaber battles but that's the kind of stuff that people want to do do like a stupid wand a green, battle thing. Set up a green screen room, and yeah. I bet people would wait for hours. There's, you know, um, I think it was Pottermore was doing the, the moving, moving photos, photo. Yeah. yeah, something like that. That was that clearly was a hit. Or like, you know, those sound stages. I get that there's a lot of people waiting for them, but you, if you cornered off an area and it was something where you just took your wand and maybe they've got like the tip of it yeah. pinned green or something, you know, and you throw the wand and they could just do you battling like Dumbledore and paste you over over Harry or no. something from a shot uh, battling Dumbledore. <laughs> we would never. You know who I meant. Yeah, I well, I'd love to see just stuff like that. Give give people a place where they can like fake duel and stuff yeah. like that, or set Maybe, up special photo opportunities because yeah. clearly this is a franchise that loves to be photographed. And Diagon Alley, we saw that yeah. in Diagon Alley. It was just people everywhere in costume. It just looks amazing, you know. I would love something that happened after I was already out of college. I've never got to experience it in person. I would love it if they can take one of the massive sound stages. I don't know how big this would need to be. But make like I've never seen Quidditch played, like collegiate Quidditch. They could do that. Oh, oh, collegiate Quidditch. Okay, yeah. I I was. I thought you meant like putting people on harnesses and stuff. No, no, not harnesses. Like collegiate Quidditch. Collegiate Quidditch. I've never seen that played. It's obviously not the intern. uh, Oh shoot! I have seen the intern. (laughs) They do fight in that. But something like that. I've never seen it live. It would be cool if they could invite Quidditch teams from some of the colleges come down. Do a tournament, and people can watch you play Quidditch there. That's something that would get me. Well, there excited. is a, there is a team in Florida too, Flagler County or Flagler uh, College in St. Augustine mm-hmm. has a Quidditch team. Like they have the, sh- I think they might even be the people who originated. I'm not 100 percent sure. Do not quote me on that. The movie was the internship as well, not the intern, but uh, they have shirts for it. Like when you go yeah. down there, it'll say like Flagler Quidditch or whatever. But that's a really good idea. Um, I just. I, I was just thinking while you were saying that too. Why don't they have like do like what they used to do with the B at Hollywood Studios and have a broom with the seat? Yeah. And have people sit. They should have that regularly though. That should be like a normal thing. But stuff like that, like you want to make some money on this event, you know, make a little extra, a little something. I, but I will say I do respect about this event uh, quite a bit is that I, I did just say, oh, here's a way to make money at this event. They other than merchandise, they don't charge you for anything. Exactly. So I, I don't want to put that out there. And start being like Disney, you know, you know where yep. they'll charge you for all the extra stuff. No, and on, on top of that, there's also the potential to get uh, extra little handouts and stuff, like at the at the booth oh, for yeah. Hogwarts Somebody mystery. Somebody won a notebook, didn't they? Well, you, yeah, you won a notebook at the Audible one. 
everyone who went through the Hogwarts mystery, uh, getting to play the demo of the new app, got handed oh, uh, those were, notebook. Oh, that was a nice notebook, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, and, uh, you know, if you went through the studio tour, you got a replica of one of the Harry Potter, uh, the one of the letters that he got sent in the first book and movie. So there was there was lots of little things here and there. They were handing out pins. They were handing mm-hmm. out, like, the posters, really nice the pins The Scholastics was yeah. handing out the big poster, and those are always beautiful. Yeah, yeah. so uh, lots of little included things uh, if you go into the expo and stuff. So, yeah, uh, you know, Besides the the issues they're having with the celebrities and making panels, uh, really interesting for everything. Uh, in the future, I would like to see more interactivity with guests because that's what I ultimately think yeah. is why this is a success every year. Because people enjoy, like a convention, they enjoy dressing up and they know their community is all there yeah. together in one place. They don't want to be standing in that grass pit in front of the music stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's fine for when it was like Wand Combat and they do the cool thing with the the um, the uh, Death Eaters and stuff. But it it's like what you said. I, I wish there was more interactivity. Um, and y- you know what? I honestly, if you start pursuing that, I don't think there'll be as much of an emphasis on the actors because people, you know, you you bring in these actors, you do a small Q and A for the media people that we were lucky to attend, yep. and then you do the big one. And that's like it. Sometimes they pop up in other panels, um, like Natalia was in the special effects panel and stuff. But it's kind of like they don't do signings or anything, do they? Uh, I believe they do for some people who book like the the biggest vacation package. They have like a private. Okay, well then, private okay, one. There you go. Then that, that was in the past. I don't remember if that was included this year. I just didn't hear anything about it, so I wasn't sure. But yeah. but you know you know what I mean. Like I'm not going there. I'm not going there being like I'm going to be best friend with Oliver Phelps. You know. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, they. That's just, not his name, is it? It, James and Oliver Phelps. Yeah. Oh, good for me. Okay. Uh, at the end of the day, they need. I think they just need to make this more of a normal convention. Uh, it, the panels, you know, include them still, and realize like all the panels that we saw. Besides, I think Q and A. You know, Q and A is a packed house in the mm-hmm. opening night event. That's always packed. Other than that, these things are half full, and that's just kind of the except that situation pack out the expo with lots of interactive fun stuff to do find new unique activities maybe like quidditch or special photo ops around the park uh thrown in like maybe a parade um, or something of the people you know they had the costume they they it it seemed like this year maybe more than even last year they were really like come in costume they wanted people to come in costume and so i you know there were a lot of really cool creative costumes maybe maybe have like a little show or parade or something oh that that was my final bit just ditch the whole idea of the celebrity appeal to this still have the celebrities at an evening event and do q a with them during those portions but you know what? I'll flat out say it. Make those like a normal convention where mm-hmm. they may or may not make an appearance at a panel. They're mostly there to sign autographs and do meet and greets. Charge mm-hmm. for it. I, I know it's expensive on expensive, but if you want the chance to meet them, do it that way. And then make the make the convention, make the whole thing more like a convention where you come, you dress up, and you have a chance to geek out with other people. Really yeah. embrace that. Uh, it's right now. It's just too much, too much in between. And that if they would go that route and make it more like a normal convention, I think I would get into it more, and yeah. I could be drawn back in. Because right now, I feel like this, this all applies of people who call themselves Harry Potter fans. I would say this event 
is to the 1% of Harry Potter fans. Yeah. It's for those and that's why you see people show up to the event, say, you know, I had fun, got to do a couple things here and there, waited way too long in line for the expo, uh, missed out on Q&A, stuff like that. Like, it's still a good time, just not amazing for the people who are taking the full the full costumes in, going balls to the wall on it. They're the ones walking out saying, I can't wait for next year. And that's because they're doing it that way. But if when Universal setting it up like this, it's just still, it, it, there's not enough structure to it for my in my opinion but hey for people who enjoy it out there that's great i hope to enjoy it more in the future if they just start making these little changes make it make it a little bit just more well-rounded yeah i agree i agree yeah well that's i think about wraps it up for our discussion on a celebration of harry potter uh we will join back up with that when they start announcing celebrities for next year and the event for next year uh but for now we're going to shift all our focus coming up uh next week on the first weekend of universal mardi gras and the well not even just weekend because it's whole week thing so we'll be out at the first night of mardi gras covering that and delivering you a show on it next week so very excited you know let the good times roll (laughs) mes amis mes amis so (laughs) if you need any more information on this show or the others in the podcast network visit disunplugged.com home of our show notes uh and links to our social media channels on facebook twitter instagram and more if you're watching this on youtube make sure you hit that subscribe button if you still haven't yet as well as uh hit uh hit that thumbs up as well as comments on it and then if you're listening to this on itunes please subscribe rate and review us we would really appreciate that but thank you very much to everyone out there who watched and listened to this thank you very much to rhino for Mm -hmm. sitting in on this and we actually have a little special instead of an outro we are going to go out with a well for the people listening to this you're just going to hear the outro but for the people watching we're going to go out on a special video that rhino put together that sums up our weekend at a celebration of harry potter so thanks for watching as always and remember no resolutions (laughs) 